Fake Safety Podcast with Vance and Bart. Like, if you're shitposting on, like, a government teamed up, you know, Nazi corporation type fascist bullshit, then yeah, I think shitposting on that's fine. Like, like most people have said, uh, we're going against the war machine, the CIA, the FBI, the national government. It's time to fight. If you don't want to fight, you know, just shut up. Stay back. We'll do the fighting for you. But don't, like, go to bat for them. That's stupid. <laughs> like, why would you go to bat for Halliburton? I don't think that's what's happening here. And for everyone <laughs> cluing in, what we're talking about here is uh, the National Libertarian Party posted a video from Jeremy Kaufman. Jeremy from library fame with Mm -hmm. his war is gay video and folks have been weirdly assuming that dave smith posted it and then just sort of taking that assumption and running with it but even if he did i think the position that they're all taking is is they actually responded with a quote from him that said we have to lead with compassion and love we need to act like leaders the shitposting is only giving ammo to people who want to bring us down. I would ask that we cut all of that stuff out. So folks are implying that this video is shitposting and shouldn't be done at the national party level, especially by someone who is very publicly outspoken about not shitposting. Okay. Well, I'm not publicly outspoken about shit posting, so I can't speak for that kind of person, but I am publicly outspoken about shit posting about people who are against the state at this time. I don't think that we should air out that kind of laundry, no personal beefs on our national uh, party whatever our little twitter verse that we have and that's what used to happen it used to be when it when it was that little nick sarwalk piece of shit he was trying to get all personal on people that were on the same side if if we are against the state and he was talking about personal issues on there i now that's that that is absolutely a waste of that Twitter I have no problem with him airing that shit out just maybe not on the national party Twitter even at that I'm really not that invested in it I don't care that much but what what I'm saying is is what the fuck does anybody care about you beefing on Halliburton on the national 
party's Twitter. And if it's not Halliburton, then it has to be with somebody who posted it. And you have some kind of personal beef, is all I can figure out. I don't think those are the only two conclusions you could draw because okay. having having watched the video and enlighten me because I must have missed something. Having watched the video, I will say that while it was poking fun at the commercialization and virtue signaling of pride and how we're just slapping a rainbow flag on violence and deeming it okay it also seemed to be poking fun at the gay community at the same time i'm not saying that that was the intent but Mm -hmm. it did seem to be alienating a pretty big percentage of the population in that way so i don't think that any of these criticisms are Oh, you shouldn't be dunking on Halliburton. Maybe some of them are, but I don't think the ones that you were engaging with were that. I think they were ones that said, I think, two things. One is that, which is that this video, as much as I love Jeremy and everything he's about, I will say it it wasn't 100% clear that it wasn't also poking fun at like sexuality and like gender issues. But it also was kind of the bigger piece of, yes, shitposting from like a large brand, which is a gross word to use in this context, but let's call it what it is, will start turning people off. So instead of it being like the thoughts of one individual, it needs to be very strictly and very precisely what we all believe and agree on. Mm. As opposed to like, you know, one person's take. I don't know that I necessarily agree or care all that much with that piece, but the first one I can definitely understand. Okay. Well, all right. Coming from somebody who lived in the gay community and was a big part of that, even though I sexually was never gay, but I was definitely... I lived in that part of the city. I ran with those kind of crowds. That's just the kind of company I kept. They are... That atmosphere is very loud and very much like, this is who we are. You know, we're not pulling punches here. We're I'm telling you what's up. You know, I'm, I'm gay, I'm whatever, you know, and then there, you know, there are exceptions to the rule, but like on average, that is a very outspoken type of community. So in my personal experiences in that scene, which again was a little while back, let's say 10 years ago. Okay. You could say things to each other. And it wasn't they they because they were loud. You could be just as loud back, and it wasn't it wasn't taken as offensive. Like it was almost respected because they're in your face, you're in their face. It's just fun. 
And if I were to have made this video, say, 10 years ago, living where I lived before, most of my friends would have loved it because, I mean, they wouldn't want their their community going to war, going to work for Halliburton. They would have wanted it to seem stupid. So I don't know where that, that, I don't know what happened. Maybe it was gay marriage becoming a, okay by the federal government that then they became, and the gay community now feds. I don't know. But before it was legal, they were very anti-fed. So like they would have like it wouldn't have been the same situation if if it is the gay community that doesn't like this video. If that's the reason, then something's changed in the gay community. Well, you 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 said if I had made this video, my friends would have responded positively or something like that. But the difference between you interacting with your friends and a large national party interacting with the larger public is that you interacting with your friends, you have a chance to clarify, you have a huge history, and they immediately know your intent and have mm -hmm. a lot of context behind that. So it's really difficult for them to get the wrong idea. And even sometimes okay. that's true, right? Like we could say that among friends, you can sometimes have miscommunications. Mm -hmm. But when you are a large national party and are trying to influence people and you only have the, the soundbite generation's attention span of a few seconds to make an impression and you aren't incredibly precise with that, mm -hmm. I, I can understand why people would be critical of that. Because there is no context. They don't have a huge history. They don't understand the intent. They might think, oh, this is a political ad. And you and I live in a very gray world. But the majority of this country is black and white. And if they see a political ad that is maybe not a candidate that they're familiar with, they might just go, oh, this person's on the right. So this is clearly homophobic. I'm not saying that's the right conclusion to draw, but I can see why mm -hmm. they would. Well, I think this also comes down to the situation where uh, some people in the National Party think that we're trying to cater to today's vote. And then there's another portion of the party. I think the people who came in recently who have been real libertarians for a long time, like living the philosophy that have come in and saying, we're not trying to be today's vote. We're trying to be tomorrow's fu future, the future. We're trying to change the outcome of not, not the next election, but the, the world, the, the, we're not, we're trying to change it all. We're not trying to get another percentage on tomorrow's vote. So I think, I think that comes down to a bigger issue is to what, what do you want out of that party? Do you want another percentage of votes 
tomorrow? Or do you want tomorrow's people to go, Halliburton can go to hell. You're not going to buy me by saying you're going to put up a rainbow flag in your front yard. I mean, are you going to get as many one-time voters with that kind of messaging? Probably not. But are you going to get lifelong true libertarians? Maybe not even voters. Maybe they don't even vote. Because I know a lot of libertarians that have been convinced not to vote because of being a libertarian. I'm one of them. The only reason I go to vote now is to fuck with voters. So I think that it's really important to get the lifelong people. And these pointed messages, maybe they just hit people, some people the wrong way, but they, when they're so honest and honest in a funny way, man, they can hit people deep and get people to stick around get people to read some books and not just be a voter for that candidate. And that's what we're looking for. We're not looking for you to vote for a candidate. We're looking for you to change the world. Well, that's just it is that it's not about a single individual and how flawed they might be. It's about how the ideas are more powerful and are bigger than all of us. And, we're talking about the actions of one or maybe a, a couple of folks who, right. uh, again, I, I feel pretty strongly about the intent and then this is not the case, but I think they could have been a lot more careful about it because it does have some like homophobic tendencies to it. Do I think that, again, they intended that? Not at I all. I think they were... In they were intentionally put there, I think, as a comical element to the to the video. I think, but but maybe people don't. Maybe you're right. Some people don't get that. Don't right. don't. They don't it, get that. But like, I mean, you, you can't make a video that everybody's gonna like. No, it's the same thing we've been talking about with comedy. Uh, there was that. Um, uh, I'm blanking on the name of it, but it's like the more like Christian leaning onion that got like paused on uh, the Babylon Bee, right? right? That was a big piece for them. I know like Dave Chappelle, kind of the same thing is comedy is so much harder right now yeah. because we are in like a post satire world because things are so crazy that it's hard to recognize satire, which in in my opinion, as being someone who fancies themselves a bit of a comedy purist and expects the best, thinks that that's all the more reason for you to be that much better and that much funnier. Like, in if you're not funny, I don't care what your message is. Yeah, but it's it's hard now because you don't know if someone's serious like that's why the the onion is tough go read the onion yeah you'd be like this looks just like a newspaper right i know um and it gets people sometimes on twitter you'll see like people posting about it and they're they're so upset 
about something that's obviously a joke. There's a subreddit called, I want to say it's called Ate the Onion. Yeah. So like when someone ate the onion by like falling for that, but which yeah. goes to show that that's how absurd our headlines are. So when someone looks at this, the 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 nuance is hard for them to pick up on, which you could say is, you could go with the like uh, Uncle Ben, Peter Parker, like with great power comes great responsibility. Like the idea that, okay, you have this big platform, you're like a national party that's supposed to be representative you should be way more precise uh-huh. as opposed to like just a person who's just posting something on Twitter or, or or whatever. But you could also say that, again, they're not going to be able to get everybody to understand their take. You're just going to no, lose some people. You're going to lose some people, but you're going to gain uh, by being honest and this is these are the things that the people who have been in the libertarian party who were real libertarians not i'm not talking about the fakes and the infiltrators and the fbi agents that have been booted out that are all mad about it i'm talking about the actual libertarians that have been there and have just been you know learning to count votes and stuff like that but they they're in it for the right reason this is what they've missed is People like Dave Smith, Tom Woods, and whatnot, they haven't been catering to people. They've just said it. Said what they mean. They've had people argue with them. They've had people uh, tell them that, that they were mean about something, but they agree. You know, whatever. They, but they've been people the whole time. And now they have more people listening to them than the National Libertarian Party could ever care, like ever dream of, right? And it's because they were real. And that's what the Libertarian Party, that's what being a Libertarian is, is being real. Because you're not telling somebody that you're going to make other people do what they want them to do. That's not what being a Libertarian is about. That's what the other two parties are about. They're all about like, oh, you live this way. Well, I'm going to tell your neighbors, neighbors, they have to live that way too. So you'll be fine because they'll have to live just like you. And that's what the Republican Party tells their constituents. Well, the Libertarian Party can't do that because that's not what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to be able to live all different ways everywhere. All we can do is sit here and say, we're not going to tell you how to do this and we're not going to give your money and your children to companies like Halliburton. And if you want to say it in a funny way about the gay thing, because Halliburton did just come out when he, you know, made this video is when they came out with that article about wanting to have more trans people in there. They were going to, you know, equal out their, their, um boards and all that and they had come out with that big article right so this was a response video to their press release so and it, there had been plenty of people making comments just like this just not as funny and not in a video type way about this press release so i i think it's funny and I guess you don't have to think it's funny, but I think if you're taking it 
like he's saying that gay people suck, man, then you're just reading into it somewhere. I, I think that you have a problem with somebody in that chain. And if you're just an outsider looking at it, you weren't going to come to our conclusion anyway. <laughs> so I'm not really worried about you. I don't know if I necessarily agree that everyone is a lost cause because I think we all were that at some point. We all were the person who subscribed to the binary. Like some of us, maybe less so than others, depending on how you were raised or maybe you were, I don't know, raised on a commune or something. I'm, I'm not sure. But right. for the most part, a lot of people early in their life, unless their parents had some influence on them or they had some sort of early inspiration go through into like adulthood being on sort of that same wavelength of I'm on one of these teams or the other and you don't think about the nuance you don't think about the gray you don't think about the shades you think but about do you do you fight those things like that because I do know that I was I was definitely the pro-war idiot right but I never got into the details of what I was fighting for because honestly, I think I was afraid that I'd find out I was wrong. The people that you're arguing with on Twitter are other libertarians. The point, the people that I'm talking about are yeah. people who looked at this for half a second and then dismissed it. And I think those are the people that we're missing. We're not talking oh, about the people who are vocally against it. We're talking about the people who are put off by this. Because well, that's fine because they're going to get caught by the if that's not their humor, but they're going to come to us and they'll get they'll get got by another funny video that they, like we always say, you got to attack the right from the right and the left from the left because of the libertarian, you're better at being a, on the right than the people on the right are. You're better than the people on the left at being on the left. Like we are better on gay rights. We're better on uh, on on the the police state. We're better on prisons. We're better on drugs. We've been that way the whole time for the left. We're better on the Fed. We're better on money. We're better on all that shit than the right. We're way better on guns, and we're absolutely better on guns. And so you can you can attack any. Uh, situation from where they stand and that's and I think that that's what this video does because this video not only attacks Halliburton but it attacks it from a person on the right stance like somebody on the right goes oh this this woke shit sucks all these woke companies are telling me that I can't do something because I'm not a trans or whatever and then it goes, Halliburton is this piece of shit war machine. And it like makes you go, well, fuck. The war machine's evil too. So all these right people who were all about the war machine now are going, I wonder about that, you know? And they're thinking, and then, and then you end up killing the war machine because you're getting those people. And then... 
And then they look into it further and they look into it further. And the next thing, you know, they're probably like, well, fuck, I'm hanging out at libertarian things with all my gay buddies. And we're all friends because of a Halliburton being woke video. So I'm not seeing the downside. Well, because you have made your peace with the paradox of the libertarian party in that they are a political party that exists within a democratic system, which means that you have to have the most popular candidate and they have no interest in doing things to make them popular. That is exactly why I think we will be the most popular ideology. It's the long game. Right. Because I'm not sitting here to get to be the most popular person. I'm, we're not doing this podcast to make this the most popular podcast. We do want to have a lot of listeners. We do want to make a lot of money. We want to make a living doing this eventually, right? But it's about changing the minds of a lot of people. If we only have already libertarians listening to us, we haven't done anything. Or, or we have, and I think that's part of why this is not an easily decided position to, to take. Because the people that you mentioned, the, like Tom Woods, Dave Smith, I think Dave Smith, having done a decent amount of work to get where he has in the past few years, has become closer to a, a household name, but even he is still very much not like a, a very like popular right. character in like the grand scheme of what we would call like celebrity, right? Mm -hmm. So it's all about where you want to be in that scale. You have to decide, do you want to be the one who's the evangelical or do you want to be the one who is preaching to the church and making them even more sure of what they already believe. Because I, I think it, it might be, you know, a, a little triggering for some people to put this in like that religious context, but it's sort of the same thing, you know, sy systems of belief and things like that is there are the people who already believe a certain way and you are talking to them about things that they know and they have that context and there's a shorthand and you're lifting them up and encouraging them and talking to them. And then there are people who go out into the world and spread the good word. And that's forever going to be the split of conversations like this because some people but, want the Libertarian Party to just talk to Libertarians and some of them want them to go out and do outreach to people who don't even know what liberty is. Uh, yeah okay well uh what it seems to me is a lot of them want this to go out and then not be so libertarian i mean that's what it ends up being so all right i don't want to i don't want to get into the whole weeds of like who has been in the party and all the FBI, CIA bullshit and all that. I don't want to... That's, I just don't that's want, an episode on itself, right? Or right. Or three. So, 
my deal is is we're libertarians we need to be libertarians like if we're in the party we either need to be libertarians or change the name or like if we're not going to be libertarians in the libertarian party i'm not going to be a part of it let's just put it that way right now i'm a part of it it seems like that's what we're out for i disagree with some people in it but the people i disagree with it with on issues they're also not advocating for their beliefs to be enforced by the state so okay you know what i mean <laughs> like, no, but this is this i don't want to live as a trans person i don't want to sleep with a trans person i am a straight white male they call a cis i think now like that's our that's our slur that's what we should only be allowed to call each other by the way <laughs> nowadays <laughs> that's our word yeah but that doesn't mean that i have any issue with any of the other ways that people live but if i say i don't want that shit brought into my kids life right now i don't feel like they're at that age if i say anything like that then i'm a fucking phobist or whatever right and there are people in the liberty movement that would jump my shit about that jump my shit about me saying i don't think that i want my kid my ki i didn't say i don't want somebody else's kid i didn't say anything like that i don't want my kid doing that they would jump my shit about that that's not very fucking libertarian you could argue the point that you think that there's benefits to it and these are the benefits but for you to jump on me and say you're a homophobe or you're a this or a that or you're trying to hold the gay man back or whatever because you don't think my i don't think my kid's ready for it no no that's not cool but i think you're making a really big jump there though the am i yeah because you're equating popularity with compromising your principles like this this reminds me of the punk rock ethos of like the second you get like you the second you like pay someone for good band photos you're like a sellout yeah a again kind of going back to who is your audience who is the yeah. message for like you can still tailor the message with a different it's it's a it's a language like if if i were to be putting out a message in mexico and put it in spanish that's not me compromising my principles that's me tailoring the message to the audience so that it's applicable to them and it resonates with them i don't think it we're talking about th the same thing here like it's again it's uh, the sure I, I think it's easy to say oh yeah if you compromise your principles just because you want to be popular but that's not really the debate is it or if well, it, I mean, is, it that's, really that's it really has been case right in, in the in the past i mean we've had we've had a known uh a supporter of foreign intervention in war as a vice president uh, as a vice presidential candidate candidate 
as of two elections ago. Not the last one with Joe, but the one before that, the Republican who openly supported foreign intervention wars and, you know, when the election was going, uh, endorsed Hillary Clinton. So, yeah, I, I think that's what we are talking about. I think that there is a lot of that. But, I mean, how much of that is actual libertarians? How much is CIA implanted people? I don't really know. I don't really know. I know there was a lot of it. But, you know, how, how are you supposed to know, you know? All I'm saying is, like, on Twitter and whatnot... The libertarians, we have been for, not necessarily for the gays to be able to get married by the state. <laughs> We've been more for the state to get the fuck out of the way of gays getting married. Which is the opposite of what happened. What happened was, now gays are allowed to get married under the state laws, right? So now... The state is involved in your fucking marriage too. So that fucking sucks for you. Just like it sucks for everybody else. Except for me. I didn't get married according to the state. They can fuck off. <laughs> I got married according to me and they can kiss my ass. It's a trap. There's no 